What interests you? 你, uh, you watching the stock market? 你是不是看着股市? You watching the Yankees? You watching the fashion magazine? You looking for a house? A job? What are the things that the world can afford? 这个世界能够给你什么呢? Would you rather have Jesus than anything? Well, if you do, let's sing this first verse again. Don't forget, it even says, I'd rather have Jesus than the American dollar or the Chinese one. We'll begin reading in uh, verse 4 of chapter 1. John to the seven churches that are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us and releases us from our sins by his blood. 但愿那从西在今在以后永在的神和他宝座前的七灵并那诚实做见证的从死里首先复活为世上君王元首的耶稣基督有恩惠平安归于你们他爱我们用自己的血使我们脱离罪恶And He has made us to be a kingdom priests to His God and Father To Him be the glory and dominion forever and ever Amen 又是我们成为国民，做他父神的祭司，但愿荣耀全能归给他，直到永永远远。阿门。Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn over him 
so it is to be. Amen. 看啊,他驾云降临,众目要看见他,连赐他的人也要看见他,地上的万族都要因他哀哭,这话是真实的,阿们。I am the Alpha and Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. 主神说,我是阿尔法,我是欧米伽,是西在,今在,以后永在的全能者。and let's turn to chapter 3 and read the portion regarding the church of Philadelphia beginning in verse 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, He who is holy, who is true, who has the key of David, who opens and no one will shut, and who shuts and no one opens, says this. 你要写信给菲拉铁菲的教会的使者说,那圣洁真实,拿着大卫的钥匙,开了就没人能关,关了就没有人能开的说。I know your works. Behold, I have put before you an open door which no one can shut, because you have a little power and have kept my word, and have not denied my name. 我知道你的行为,你略有一点力量,也曾遵守的道,没有弃绝我的名。看啊,我在你面前给你一个敞开的门,是无人能关的。Behold, I will cause those of the synagogue of Satan, who say that they are Jews and are not, but lie, I will make them come and bow down, at your feet, and make them know that I have loved you. 那撒旦一会的自称是犹太人，其实不是犹太人，乃是说谎话的。我要使他们来到你脚前下拜，使也使他们知道我是已经爱了你。Because you have kept the word of my patience, I will also keep you from the hour of testing. That hour which is about to come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have so that no one will take your crown.你既遵守我忍耐的道,我必在普天下人受试炼的时候,保守你免去你的试炼,我必快来,你要持守你所有的,免得人夺去你的冠冕。he who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he will not go out from it anymore. And I will write on him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem which comes down out of heaven from my God, and my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. 我要叫他在我神殿中做柱子，他也必不再从那里出去。我又要将我神的名和我神城的名，这城就是从天上从我神那里降下来的新耶路撒冷，并我的新名都写在他上面。圣灵向众教会所说的话，凡有耳的就应
他曾经死去，但如今复活，坐在父神的右边。We see as we study this book how much revelation is necessary in the end day。当我们在学习这这本书的时候，我们看到在末世，我们何等需要这本书中的启示。And we pray that you would reveal to us the Lord Jesus in His glory。我们祷告，你可以向我们启示我们的主耶稣基督和他的荣耀。and we pray that you would reveal to us the way set before us in these last days. We want to walk wisely in these days. We want to redeem the time that we have. Bring us into all truth by thy spirit, we pray. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. As we sang the hymn, we know that this world values many things. But even upon this earth, with its sin and its corruption, the Lord has a treasure. There is gold. Our God bases his church upon the gold standard. We as humans are satisfied sometimes with a church that is um, compromised. 我们作为人有的时候,我们好像会接受一个妥协的一个教会。Many today are building churches even out of wood and hay and stubble. 今天很多人好像在建造教会是用草木和结一样。But such a church has no value to God. 但是这样的教会对神是没有价值的。The wise master builders and apostles. 那么有智慧的建造和那些使徒们。they are building a church with gold, silver, and precious stones. God sees these as value. And when we talk about these things, we're not talking about commodities, but people. The Lord builds a church with people of gold, silver, and precious stones. This is a great mystery of our gospel. We are all just clay, human beings. And yet when the Lord comes into us at our salvation, by the power of his life within us, he begins to change our humanity from glory to glory. And we begin to see in one another gold, silver, precious stones. This is the Lord's doing. And in the last days, we need to be especially careful about his building. We have talked uh, for a few times about this gold standard. 
And we see when we read the book of Revelation this phrase, the testimony of Jesus. When we see our Lord in the vision in chapter 1, he is standing before seven lampstands. And he explains to John that these seven lampstands are the seven churches in Asia Minor. Now actually each of these churches has more than just a lampstand. Because the church is the house of God. The temple of God. The church has altars for worship. The church has a table of showbread. Even as in the Old Testament, the priests laid out eight, uh, twelve loaves of bread upon that altar. So in the church we live by the word of God, the living bread. We have an altar of incense. We're called to gather in worship around this altar of incense. The house of God is filled with priests and with deeds. Uh, in its life. Uh, Everyone has a place of service in this holy temple. But when Jesus came to look at the seven churches, he didn't concentrate upon the altars or the tables of showbread. Nor did he even concentrate upon the works and the deeds that these various priests, uh, Christians, had done. But he was concentrating upon the lampstand. This was his focus. As if this is the essential reality of the church in each location. You may have a building with many furnishings. But if the lampstand is not there, or if the lampstand is not lighting the house, then all of the furnishings Today there is so much Christian furniture. But the Lord is looking for the lampstand. Because the lampstand bears the testimony of Jesus. There is a golden lampstand. It has seven branches. And at the top of each of these seven branches, 
There's a fire. It's the fire from the life of the Lord Jesus. This fire is burning because of the spirit of the Lord Jesus that's within the lamp. If the lamp runs out of oil, there's no life. And the lampstand itself cannot be made out of any material but all of gold. Now they had very skilled craftsmen to build this lampstand. Because he took just a large piece of gold. And out of one piece, he hammered with a hammer. Millions of the hammering. And this lampstand took shape. And he built it all of gold. This is the work that the Holy Spirit is doing right now. Hammering a lampstand. All of gold. In which his life can burn. This is the testimony. Now I wanted to be practical in these two messages. Because it's one thing for us to say, well, we need to bear the testimony of Jesus. This sounds like a very abstract thing. And so we have wanted to look at the church in Ephesus here in the book of Revelation. Because they were bearing the testimony of Jesus. We're not sure if all of the seven churches were bearing such a testimony. Even the church in Ephesus, our Lord warned them that He would remove Ephesus' lampstand if they did not repent and return to their first love. There are many churches, but the lampstand has been removed. But the Lord desires that His church have this lampstand. And to the church of Philadelphia, when the Lord comes to it, He gives them no rebuke. Neither does He tell them to repent of anything. As a matter of fact, on the other hand, it's quite amazing what He says. In verse 11, notice this. I am coming quickly. Hold fast to what you have so that no one will take your crown. Jesus is saying, in effect, you are holding the testimony, and your reward, your crown, is near. Now don't let anybody steal that away. In other words, they already were in the right place. 
They had the right heart. The Lord could bear His testimony in that place. They were not perfect. There never will be a church on earth until the Lord comes that's perfect. Why? Because I belong to the church. So the church can't be perfect. Hopefully, the brothers and sisters in Philadelphia are much more valuable gold than me. But they're not perfect either. But they have learned this secret. Do you remember the secret from last week? What is Philadelphia's secret? So that they can bear this testimony of Jesus. The secret? You have a little strength. That's their secret. We see how the Lord Jesus says this. In verse 8, the Lord Jesus says, I know your works. Behold, I've put before you an open door which no one can shut because you have a little power. And have have kept my word and have not denied my name. Now why is this a secret? It's a spiritual principle. When you realize that you're weak, you discover the Lord's strength. Paul said, When I am weak, then I'm strong. Why is that? Because those who have a heart for the Lord, when they know how weak they are, they know what to do. They do what Jacob did. You remember when Jacob was fighting with the angel? Jacob fought with the angel all night. He's very stubborn. What we call Chinese stubborn. He would fight with God all night long. But then the angel went and suddenly his hip was out of joint. Now he lost his strength. You can't keep wrestling with you if you have one leg that doesn't work. Jacob was no more strong. But he knew what to do. What did he do? He held on to the Lord. Still had two arms. They held on to the Lord. I will let you go. Until you bless me, I will not let And basically God said, You'll have to walk like this the rest of your life. This is when Jacob became the prince of God. Because even though he limped when he walked, now he had God for his strength. Now we Christians discover after we've tried to be holy, tried to be good students of the word, 
Now I hope every Christian here has been to trying school. Have you been there? Some Christians even get the third grade in trying school because they're so stubborn. But finally you get from the teacher F. You tried and you failed. Now what do you do? Oh, I'm such a sinner. The Lord helps me to do something, I can't do it. The Lord says, now I can be your strength. Now when I tell you to do something, now I can be your strength. Now when I tell you to do something, you don't say, okay, I can do it, yes sir. You say, I cannot do it. But you, you're in me. You can do it through me. And suddenly, now you can pursue holiness. You become student of the word. It's by your effort. But no, it's by His grace that gives you the strength. This is a secret in the Christian life. You all probably know this. But the church needs to learn this too. Now when the church comes together, now what's our biggest problem? The man. Excuse me, sisters, you're no problem. The man is a problem. Why are they such a problem? Because every man goes like this. Man, we get together. We make decisions. This runs church like business. Oh, we try to be faithful. <laughs> but if the church has been gathered for more than 10 years, what do you notice? Most of the brothers have flunked out. They hide in the background. When it comes time to prayer, 8 out of 10 voices is sisters. What happened to brothers? Uh, I can't do it. It's no good. We got into fights. Now this is a wonderful place when brothers get into fights. Because we learn to bear the cross together. Now don't forget, Philadelphia is the church of brotherly love. Eh? Now I have brotherly love for all of you brothers and sisters. Oh, most of you brothers and sisters. Because most of your brothers and sisters, I don't really know. So of course I love them. <laughs> now some of you I know. Now you are my challenge. And so you must feel about me. But the Church of Philadelphia is a church of brotherly love. And if we learn the secret, that we love by the strength of His love. 
那么我们爱是靠着他的力量。And we forgive because he has forgiven us. 我们能够赦免是因为他赦免了我们。Then we learn how to live in brotherly love. 这样我们就知道怎样在弟兄们相爱的光体当中生活。And the children, then brothers, brothers begin to uh, rise up. 这样的话弟兄们就起来。But with a sense that we need to rely upon the Lord. 但是我们是有这样的感觉，我们要依靠着主。Now last week we looked at the church in Philadelphia. 在上周我们看菲拉铁非教会。And we saw this wonderful assembly of people. 我们看到这一群啊，很很多美好的聚集。They knew they had a little strength. 他们知道他们略有一点力量。But they had brotherly love one for another. 他们他们彼此有弟兄们相爱。They cared for one another. 他们彼此相顾。They showed hospitality one to another. They provided meals for one another. These things may be very simple. But it's very important to the testimony of the church. We also saw that the church kept the word of God. Again, we're referring to uh, verse 8. You have kept my word. Now they loved the word of God. Now they studied the word of God. But they did more than that. They, by God's grace, obeyed the word of God. Now this already, if we take a thousand churches existing in the United States today, and then we say, now how many of these thousands are keeping the word of God? Suddenly, we come very small. Many churches hear the word of God. Study the word of God. But they don't keep his commandments. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. But we hear the Lord speak, but we don't obey. But not the church of Philadelphia. Even though they knew they had little strength. But they heard the word of God. Out of respect for their God. Out of love for their God. They obeyed the word. Another thing that they did is, they have not denied my name. Now we spoke, uh, spent some time on this last week. But you know the name of the Lord is the very character of the people. When we come together, we want Jesus to be seen in our midst. We want to be like Jesus. We want to use his name when we pray. When we worship, we want to worship in his name. When we serve, we want to serve by his name. And when we live our lives, we want to live in such a way that it gives glory to his name. No Christian church should be a shame to the Lord. But when the Lord looks at the church, and he sees sin in the church, and he sees evil in the church, 
看到教会当中的罪恶的时候，看到教会当中的分裂的时候，This is a shame to the Lord。这对主来说很可惜。The church should practice even according to the prayer of Jesus。教会应当像耶稣的祷告那样。I am praying that they may be one。我啊祷告他们要成为合一。That the world might see that you have sent me。那世界世人可以看到是你差派我来。could you imagine how strong the testimony of the church would be in Flushing if all the believers were one? People would come from miles around to ask for prayers to see what's going on. Because if the church could be one, it would prove that the Father had sent Jesus to this earth. Well, we can't, we can't by an external organization bring all Christians together and make them one. But we can stand as a testimony. That we stand as one with all believers. 但是那样的话，我们却不能够站起来承受这样的见证。我们和所有的信徒们都是合一。These are just some simple aspects of the life of the Church of Philadelphia. 这些都是在菲拉铁非教会的一些很简单的一些事。But in these simple things, you can see the gold of the lampstand. 但在这些简单的表现外面，可以看到啊金灯台。Their testimony was precious to the Lord. He said, hold fast to what you're doing. He says, I see your works. So they're being faithful. Even in their little strength. But now we want to look at the second part of the testimony of Jesus. If I could put it this way, the church is the lampstand. But Jesus is the fire. The testimony of Jesus involves both the body of Christ serving him. But when the body of Christ serves him, what does Jesus do? He comes into the midst of the body. And his own life shines out. So we see a combination. It's the life of the saints gathered together. It's the life of the Lord in them. When you have the testimony, you always see two things. You see the saints being faithful to the Lord. And you see the Lord being faithful to the people. So now we want to look at the Lord in His testimony. You notice in all seven churches, Jesus specifically addresses the angel of the church. And when He introduces Himself, He introduces Himself according to some aspect of the revelation of Him. Uh, 他在介绍自己是对他自己的一些某些方面的 
So if you look in chapter 2 verse 1, you you see Jesus, he calls himself the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand and who walks among the seven golden lampstands. And to Smyrna in verse 8, he calls himself the first and the last who was dead and has come to life. And in chapter verse 12 in Pergamos, he calls himself the one who has the sharp two-edged sword. Then in verse 18 in Thyatira, the son of God who has eyes like a flame of fire and his feet are like burnished bronze. This is all parts of that revelation that John saw when he saw Jesus standing before him in glory. And when Jesus addresses any church, he addresses them by a revelation that corresponds to their present condition. Now let me give you example. In the church of Smyrna, they were being persecuted. They were facing death. So how does Jesus introduce himself to them? As the one who was dead and is now alive. In other words, I am resurrection, do not fear death. Or when he comes to the church of Thyatira, now they have a false prophet in their midst, Jezebel. And when he speaks to Thyatira, he He who has eyes like a flame of fire, whose feet are like burnished bronze. Why does he say that? Because he's coming to Thyatira to see and expose and to judge that which is wrong. You see, the spiritual condition of each of the seven churches, and Jesus, when he comes to those seven churches, reveals himself. So, as specifically regards their condition. Now, when we come to the Church of Philadelphia, our Lord departs from this usual introduction. Because he does not mention any of these parts of the revelation that John saw in John chapter 1. Now when he comes to the church of Philadelphia, Listen to what he says. Verse 7. To the angel in chapter 3. To the angel of the church of Philadelphia write, He who is holy, who is true, who has the key of David. Now this is very unusual. Why is he introducing himself this way? Now we know whenever he introduces himself, he's saying something that corresponds to the people's condition. Now, 
the Church of Philadelphia. In their little strength, has seen their holy God. They have seen Him who is true. And they have seen that He has the key of David. And Jesus comes to Philadelphia. He comes upon this basis. Holy, true, has the key of David. Now we want to look at these things. Because this is Jesus' own testimony in the church. When you look at the church of Philadelphia, you see the lampstand, and you see the fire. What do you see? God is holy. God is true. He has the key of David. Isn't that wonderful? When you go to Philadelphia, you can see God. Now let's look at these three things for a moment. This is the Lord's testimony. First, He who is holy. Now this is such a revelation. That the saints may know Him who is holy. The Old Testament gives us a revelation of a holy God. You remember when Moses delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt and they came to Mount Sinai. The children of Israel stayed at the foot of Mount Sinai for two years. And during that time, God spoke to them many things. But through these many things, Israel came to understand our God is a holy God. The Ten Commandments were given. God is a holy God. The pattern of the tabernacle was given. God has a holy tabernacle. The priests were called forth. They were made a holy priesthood. The people were given many laws. So that they could understand the difference between what is holy and what is come. Israel was to bear the testimony of the Holy One of God. But they lost the testimony. Because of idolatry. They lost the testimony. The light no longer shines. And a strange thing happened in the city of Philadelphia. Now there was a Jewish synagogue there. But the Lord Jesus calls it a synagogue of Satan. How could God's people be on the side of Satan? 
为什么神的名可以好像成为撒旦一会的呢？They not only are not holy, 他们不但是不圣，不但是圣不圣洁，they are persecuting the holy ones in the church。他们而且是在逼迫教会当中圣洁的。Now they weren't holy，他们不是圣洁的，but they were religious，但是他们是宗教。Oh, they were very religious，他们非常的宗教。They had all kinds of tradition，他们有很多的传统，very strict，很严谨，legalist。Praying with holy hands, garments of holiness, holy women, God loves everything holy. God loves it when His church is holy. When you look at the church of Philadelphia, you can see something of His holiness. Now they're not perfect. There are still things that have to be fixed. But they desire to be holy. And they know him who is holy. And they're being shaped by the vision of his holiness. How beautiful this little church was. The Lord Jesus. They were separated. They were unique. They were ordered. They were clean. All of these things speak of holiness. How precious this church of Philadelphia is. Oh, there's not many churches today that have any testimony of holiness. On either side of Philadelphia is the Church of Sardis and the Church of Laodicea. Now the Church of Sardis had many doctrines. Strange. Jesus says many of you have soiled garments. That's not holy. A priest is to wear white. But Sardis does not know holiness. They know doctrines. And even speaking as that age of the reformers in the Christian church. The age of Sardis knew doctrines and even salvation through grace. But they did not know the holy life. Look at Laodicea. Laodicea thinks they're rich. They have need of nothing. Jesus says, You're naked. You have no holiness. You're naked. I tell you, you need to buy white garments. You see the church 
lacks holiness. But here in Sardis, this rare thing of beauty, the Lord was their holiness. First Corinthians chapter one verse thirty. It says by God's doing. The Lord Jesus has been made to us uh, wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, redemption. The Lord is our holiness. His abiding life within is a holy life and expressed through us. This is our sanctification. This church of Philadelphia in their little strength had learned this secret. Not that you and I are holy of ourselves. But we have an indwelling holy one living in us. And we're to live by his life. This is a holy life. And when it expresses itself in the church, it's a beautiful thing. Brothers and sisters, are we the church of Philadelphia? How can we say? The one thing we know about the church, a church that's pleasing to the Lord, it's a church that's in the pursuit of His holiness. This is very pleasing to the Lord. Now, when we look at Jesus as He introduced Himself, we also see that He says, He who is true in verse 7. He, he who is true. Jesus is true. And it's wonderful when the saints know him who is true. Now John's whole ministry as an apostle was to recover reality in the testament. Now you know the word true has an objective and subjective meaning. Objectively, truth means uh, the facts. And subjectively, truth means the reality. It's one thing to know what the truth is. It's another thing to walk in the truth. So this produces a reality. Nothing artificial. Real. And we see that the Church of Philadelphia has some understanding of the truth. Now, how can we say that? Because they know that they have little strength. Now that's the truth. It's the truth about every church. It's the truth about every believer. 
But Philadelphia knew it. It's a lot easier to follow the Lord when you know that you're weak and must rely on Him. And so the Lord could burn as a light over them with reality. Now there's so much in the church today that is uh, not the truth. Even a lie. Many traditions. Many religious things. When you visit such a church, you have, all you have to do is go like this. Do you smell the aroma of Christ? Uh, that's reality. Or do you smell religion? Everybody is acting a certain way. Pretending to be. See, religion pretends to be holy. Religion pretends to be loving. Though, you know, in our, our culture here, even in New York City, you meet people and they say, Oh, hi, how are you? Gee, it's so good to see you. <laughs> and then they just turn around, walk away, and they say, Who is that bum? <laughs> but you know, in the church, people do this. Where's the reality? We are just sinners saved by grace. One the preacher says we always must remember. The church is a hospital for sinners, not a hotel for saints. If we think we're something special, there's no reality there. Philadelphia had reality. They know our brothers and sisters, they need brotherly love. They are seeking reality. They are living reality. We see in First John chapter 5, verse 20. This is the second to the last verse of First John. Listen, listen to what John said. First John 5.20 We know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know Him who is true and we are in Him who is true in His Son Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. 约翰一书第五章二十节，我们也知道神的儿子已经来到，并且将智慧赐给我们，使我们认识那位真实的。我们也在那位真实的里面，就是在他儿子耶稣基督里面。这是真神，也是永生。你看到这里所有的讲的这
This is what the Lord desires. Then the third thing as Jesus introduces himself, he says in verse 7 of Revelation chapter 3, He who has the key of David, who opens and no one will shut, and who shuts and no one will open, what is this key of David? You know him who has the key of David. Is that special? Do we know Jesus as the one who has the key of David? What does that mean? The key is the authority needed to open doors. Now what what is the door? For Philadelphia, Jesus says, I have opened before you a door. You see at the beginning of verse 8. I know your works. Behold, I have put before you an open door which no man can shut. I have the key of David. I have opened the door before you. Now what is this door? Now some people think it means a door of service. Paul mentions three times in his letters that a door of service has opened. Now it has to do with that. There's something more. Some people think it means that God has opened the door of going out into the whole world as missionary. But if you listen to the carefully to the passage, Jesus is saying this. You know, I have the key. Now this is a messianic key. The key of David. This opens what door? Kingdom door. Now he can open the kingdom door. That's very important. There's a lot of church work going on. We can't say what's good, what's not. A lot of gospel preaching. A lot of teaching. A lot of missions work. A lot of things being done. But sometimes these things are being done, but God never opened the kingdom. Maybe there's a place and 300 people, they had a gospel meeting, 300 people got saved. We know many people are getting saved. But after five years, where are they? Many of those people missing. Here is what happens when Jesus opens the kingdom door. Now we preach the gospel. And we make disciples. Disciples stick. They're Christians. They keep going. They've been baptized in Jesus' name. They have been taught to observe everything Jesus has commanded. 
That's what it says in Matthew chapter 28. Go ye into all the world and make disciples. He didn't say just save souls and then leave them. Bring them into the kingdom and make disciples of them. Baptize them. And teach them to observe everything I've commanded. That's kingdom work. That produces children of the kingdom and servants of the kingdom. Now a second aspect of kingdom. Kingdom praying. Oh, many groups that come together for prayer meeting. And they have an, a whole earthbound list of things to pray for. But are they praying under an open heaven? Are they praying kingdom prayers? Kingdom prayers can change the economy. Kingdom prayers can change the government. Kingdom prayers can bring revival to his church. Kingdom prayers bind and loose. Now we have a list of many things down here on earth we should pray for. Philadelphia has learned Kingdom prayers. When they pray, there's an open heaven. And God moves according to His will. Many prayers we pray, they're our will. Maybe not God's will. We say, oh God, please change our economy to make us prosperous. Maybe God's plan is to break us, to bring us to our knees. Until we learn the sovereign lesson. The Bible says, It is God alone who gives us the power to gain wealth. Now, America has forgotten that. Maybe this is a reminder. So, praying kingdom prayers is very important. But also doing kingdom work. Now there's a lot of preaching. Many messages. Turn on the radio today. AM radio. Many messages. Mostly here, Spanish. Maybe some Chinese station also? Some guy preaching today you'll hear on the radio? Oh, we have many, many, many sermons. But how about kingdom ministry? Ministry that can recover the church's testimony. Ministry that brings us to repentance. Ministry that brings the authority to the church. Ministry that brings heaven to earth. Only Jesus has that key. And when he turns, 
the kingdom comes down to earth. Even this matter of the kingdom rewards. Jesus tells the church of Philadelphia, hold fast to what you have. You already have a crown. Now be faithful. Serve. Have patience. And because you have kept the word of my patience, he says, when the hour of tribulation comes, I will keep you from that hour. Isn't that wonderful? Are you a servant of the kingdom? Look at that. And he says, uh, uh, verse 10, because you have kept the word of my patience, I will keep you from the hour of testing that will come upon the whole world. Now there's one place to be. In the will of God. Praying this prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Those who are living this kingdom life, seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. They needn't be afraid of the great hour of testing. Because they will be removed from this testing. The Lord has so much He wants us to gain as servants of His kingdom. He wants us to be pillars in His kingdom. He wants us to bear his name in the kingdom. He desires children that he can freely bestow his grace and mercies upon. He looks for the day when he can say, Good job. Well done, faithful servant. You've been faithful in little things. Now I will make you faithful in much. But these are the ones who understand his kingdom is coming soon. As we read in chapter 1, all eyes will behold him when he comes. What will you see? Will you be terrified? Or will you say, Here comes my king? The church of Philadelphia was ready. Are we such a testimony? Are we desiring that the Lord should be able to shine with His holiness, His truth, and His authority? May the Lord help us to consider these things as we grow in this day. Let's just have a few prayers before we leave.
So we thank you so much for this message. And thank you so much for the secrets, Lord, and laying out this way so clearly before. But we do pray that we, all of us, can be faithful. And as we are, as today, even this moment, we can be true to you. We pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thank you. 